a relic of the past and destined for the trash heap, illustrious words about our Supreme Court from pro-choicers this past weekend. Those same people who never do like the outcome if it doesn't fit their narrative. Remember those? We'll dive into that and much more as I'm your host, Brian Burden, and welcome to Burden on Society. You heard plenty of blather batted around about how these activist judges ruled against precedents and failed the Constitution. Throw the activist bums out, they said. Plenty of misdirection about how they lied and should be thrown off the court was what I saw. Or better yet, let's pack the court, because we don't like the outcome. Those words all came from a sitting Democrat senator and current congresswoman and were only the tip of the iceberg. Talking Heads stated that this had become a political court and they should be thrown off the bench because they went against the Constitution. Say what? Abortion is against the Constitution? It is nowhere to be found in the Constitution. Nowhere. Nada. Not anywhere. You can't find it. Look it up if you need to. I'll wait. Waiting. Still waiting. You couldn't find it, could you? Judicial scholars from both sides of the aisle have talked about how the Roe v. Wade decision was not in the Constitution, and that it was incorrect and had flawed problems from its inception. Even RGB had qualms with it. But, (laughs) who is she anyway? Let me explain for those just tuning in. Since it is not in the Constitution, then it is not a guaranteed right. If you do not like that, then it needs to be formed into a bill and affirmed by the governing bodies to become the law of the land. That's how we do it. But that has not happened, so it still is not a right. The states get to decide based on the Tenth Amendment if and how abortion happens. Simple facts are hard to run from, but many will anyway. Some states will have abortion. Others won't or will have restrictions. But those constituents and officials will get to choose for their individual state. All right, let me get back to my original point before I forget. If we are to throw people off of the Supreme Court for not following the Constitution, then let's start with the liberal justices. Believe it or not, folks, there were still three judges who ignored the actual Constitution in this case ruling. They cited nothing in the Constitution for their ruling, but, you know, feelings. They feel that it should be. They should have been the first ones stating it should go back to the states. Why? Because, you know, democracy is dying. They know it is not in there, but alas, it should be, so I must vote my conscience instead of law. (laughs) That, my friend, is not a judge. That is, by definition, an activist. Let's jump the gun rights quickly. Something that is in the Constitution. You know, that Second Amendment thingy? Pesky, isn't it? Earlier last week, the court ruled for the right to bear arms in the state of New York. New York said... You have to have a reason for carrying a gun concealed. Clearly, that thinking is against the Constitution and not in it. But, alas, the right to keep and bear arms obviously is in the Second Amendment. It's simple for most of us to see, but apparently not for the activist judges. A third clear case cites a football coach praying at midfield after a football game. This ruling came down yesterday. Some football players and coaches from both sides after games joined in with him. 
He didn't ask them to join. He didn't indoctrinate them. He just prayed. The school basically fired him over this situation. The right to freely have your religion in this country is a cornerstone of it. It's definitely in the Constitution if you haven't checked. Did any of us ever think that we would see a judge, let alone three activist judges, voting against free religion in our country? Ever. Looking at it open-eyed, all three cases should have been a no-brainer at 9-zip. Abortion not in the Constitution stays to side. But also in the gun case and the religious cases, the same three judges, hmm, same three, they voted against it. Their dissent is not based on the Constitution, which says you do have the right. But they say you shouldn't have that right. So activist judges were thwarted a second and third time. You see a pattern here? This has been going on for years in the current judges' caseloads and for decades for liberal activist judges as a whole. Constantly they have not ruled for the Constitution, but have ruled based on what the Democrat Party wants. So, I do side with the media. I believe these activist judges should be thrown off the court, and maybe we should pack it. Just not the judges they want to throw out. Justices Kagan, Sotomayor, and Breyer seem to be the ones who make up rules as they go, and ignore the Constitution. Now, if you deep down in your heart think that this idea is crazy then do what your government allows you to do. Have Congress and the Senate, along with the POTUS, make laws and amendments to make what you want to be rights. Well, rights. Until then, get off my lawn. Simply said, you cannot rule by proxy from the bench or throw a tantrum and burn cities when you don't like the outcome. For 90 years, liberals had the majority on the court. Throughout that time, they have tried to tear down the Constitution bit by bit so they can do as they please and to gain eventual unabated power. Once the body of democracy is gone, for them the playground will just be opening. Yet, still today, the screaming has not yet subsided from the SCOTUS decisions. Rioting and some peaceful protests did occur, and it was less than many expected, thankfully. I applaud the peaceful folks while the others... No matter who ever does the writing, I will never condone it. Those doing it never seem to realize force and terrorizing people is not a way to sway others. Scare tactics, I want to at least think in this day and age, do not work on most of us. We tend to shrug it off and head about our day. But the government pulling those types of bully tactics seems to work almost every time. Hmm. Kind of funny how that ends up that way, isn't it? Most or plenty of the focus the past few days was not on how you are still allowed to have abortions. That hasn't really changed. For those not paying attention, that did not change in one way, shape, or form. Now, your state gets to decide instead of the federal government now. That's what changed. Unfortunately, telling the truth is a bad thing. Protesters do not want to hear it. Instead, they scream that somehow all women think it is a terrible that you would take a right away from them. In reality, the real world, world, as I like to call it, there are plenty of women who are against abortion. Oh, <laughs> did I say that part out loud? Sorry. Protesters and media focus like a rocket on the right to abortion in the Constitution. Problem is, it isn't in the Constitution. It was a supposed right adjudicated by a previous Supreme Court. One that people have been tricked into for five decades about having. One that for some reason gives them good feelings about terminating their babies at will. 
From a faraway perspective, it is possible to be for women's rights and realize that Roe case overstepped its boundaries against the Constitution. Can't it? Yet, I find it bewildering how so many can scream about you forcing them to stop doing something. Yet, they still can do that something. Seemingly, they do not realize they still have abortion rights. Or maybe they have, but their political bones can't stop them from yelling and screaming about something. You know, that something is killing babies in this case. How about this? Do you find it odd that abortion activists still can make excuses about how they are killing their babies to the tune of 63 million in 50 years? And this is somehow a good thing to them. Women are better off. We hear them proclaimed so many times. You know, for my entire lifetime, Democrat politicians had put our brown and black friends into a box and told them what to do and think. Unfortunately, eugenics, Margaret Sanger, and Planned Parenthood seem to be alive, and still all three are the same piece of garbage wrapped with different bows and in our Democrat Party. After doing this for nearly 100 years, they then tell you how blacks and Latinos will be harmed the most if abortion is ended. They created this outcome, and the problem is nearly 50 million of those aborted babies have been those of color from our African and Hispanic communities. Are you trying to kill them? Truly, I ask that. Liberals, are you trying to kill people you don't like? It sure appears to most of us that Democrats are doing that kind of evil. As usual, man will do anything to retain their power. People who can only think for themselves at a given point are not aware how much our lives, their lives, and humanity as a whole would be so much more fulfilled by those 63 million people being here today. Maybe cancer would be cured. Huh? That's a possibility. Uh, maybe green energy would have been perfected by this point. Maybe utopia would be truly upon us with those lives living today. But, sadly, none of them were even given a chance. A chance to succeed, to fail, to suffer, to love, to help, to live life to its fullest like the rest of us. You know, Nancy Pelosi, a proclaimed Catholic and the Speaker of the House, has shouted to the rooftops for decades how her cause is about the children. The children. The children, she says. Nance, you can't be for abortion and somehow for the children. It's called an oxymoron. And I didn't name it. I guess unnerving to me most is the vast majority of abortions were snuffed out for convenience. That's not me saying it. That's those who are having them saying it. 88% of those potential mothers said their abortion was not done for the health of themselves or for rape or for incest. Instead, convenience was the preferred choice of so, so many. As you can see, statistically, women who get an abortion are not thinking about women's rights at the time they do it. Instead, they think, not now, kid. I have better things to do. For those contemplating abortion, please, please, think through this process. I believe your life with that child will be far more pleasing than what you currently may think. Usually, family and friends are more than eager to help you. Secondly, so many people would love to adopt a baby. Those who may not be able to. Some who just want more. So cover every avenue and think about your godly father above helping you through the rough patches. God believes every life is precious. Every life is joyous. 
None of them will be without hardship, obviously, yet you can still overcome those looming obstacles ahead by resting your weary head on Jesus. No matter the problems, he will be there. No matter how low you go, he is there. Jesus told us life is to serve others and to trust in him, that we would receive forgiveness by repenting of our sins and by being faithful. Believing with your whole heart that he is our Lord and Savior is foremost. If you do, he will give you strength when you need it. He will give you solace in knowing that you are loved in every occasion. So, if you're burdened by any problem, put your faith in Jesus, the great I Am, the only truth, the only truth that will carry you through the troubles we endure. See you next time. Shut up and sit down.